0: And welcome to Paradigm Playbook, a podcast for entrepreneurs in the business of sports. Your hosts, Dave Kozak and Steve Cook, are business owners, successful entrepreneurs, sports enthusiasts, avid readers, and longtime friends. For years, they've read every business book on the market and built successful companies with what they've learned. This podcast will give you the critical takeaways in just 15 minutes a week. It's a quick and easy playbook for building a winning
1: sports business. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paradigm Playbook. Uh, Today, we're discussing one of my probably favorite subject matters uh, in business and one of the most influential books that has kind of shaped how I operate now. Um, And, you know, today's subject matter is called Get the Answer get to the answer, I should say. Uh, and it comes from, the inspiration for today comes from Relentless Solution Focus, Train Your Mind to Conquer Stress, Pressure, and Underperformance by uh, Dr. Jason Selk and Ellen Reed. Um, and, you know, you talk about mental toughness. This is the book on mental toughness.
0: Yeah, th- so this discovery in the last uh, year that... Um I, I kind of got to know the author a little bit, I got to know a lot about it, and you're right, it's one that sticks with you, so um, once you get into the habit of RSF, and we'll dig into that little process, once you get into the habit of RSF, um, it really changes your life. It changes how you do business, and it's the biggest time saver that I've found in business.
1: Yeah, and just to be clear, RSF is relentless solution focus. And it's a concept that they talk about, which is basically getting to the solution as quickly as humanly possible. Um, And, you know, bad things happen, bad situations arise. And as I tell my kids, you know, life's 90% or 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. And this is a great kind of exercise in how you react to things. Um, so Steve, tell us a little bit about, about, <laughs> about
0: uh, the book and the author. So, um, Jake, Jason Selk is a sports psych, psychologist, um, a mental coach, a business leader, a professional speaker, a team builder. Um, he started out as a gymnastic coach, which is near and dear to my heart and eventually became the mental coach for the St. Saint, Saint Louis Cardinals baseball team that happened to win two world, world series while he was there. Um, and it's a book about uh, your mind and training your mind and uh, training your reactions. Um, Our cause for failure are hardwired into our brains. Our our thought, our focus on failure is there. And so it's a matter of shifting that and getting to the root cause of failure and then dealing with it, as you said, almost instantaneously. Um, The, you know, one of the most common uh, assets in successful people is mental toughness, and that's basically what Jason talks about.
1: Yeah, without question, and it is, you know, the the concept is relatively easy. The application of the concept is the hard part, right? So, getting the idea that you can, you know, you've got a minute to to lament what's going on, and then the next minute you have to do one thing in that moment to move forward towards a solution. Uh, easier said than done. Uh, you can you can really drain yourself of mental energy focusing on problems as opposed to focusing on the positive and potential solution from that problem. And I think this whole book walks through examples in professional sports, in business owners and everything of how if you're, um, you know, if you let that that kind of negative or that problem-centric thought is how Dr. Selk puts it, if you let that problem-centric thought sink in, it will be kind of all-encompassing and and kind of take over.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think David, it's it's within all of us. It's it's not you know that anybody's lacking anything. I think it's natural to to focus on those negative things. You know, they seem bigger, they seem louder than anything else. So we do that. I like the quote by my old friend Zig Ziglar, who just said, "Every once in a while, we all need to check out from the neck up." And it's like that's what this is. It makes you rethink how you're how you're thinking. So it, it's 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 uh, a, I mean, it, it's not a. Quick read, but it's a one that's hard to put down.
1: No. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the idea of the checkup from the neck up, um, it needs to happen regularly, right? It's a, we all get stuck in some rut or another. And if you're not exercising your brain daily, it is easy to get stuck in that rut because that, that rut or that negative or that problem centric thought is the rut itself. And the more you exercise participating in that, uh, the more you're going to feel it. I remember when, uh, when they redid the movie on, uh, John Nash and a beautiful mind yeah. and they're asking him trying to figure out if he's crazy before they do the pen ceremony at Princeton. And, and, he basically says he, he took a diet of the mind, and that's how he beat schizophrenia. He he just didn't participate in artistic or creative thought. Mm-hmm. And so by sticking to math and concepts and logic, he was able to essentially put all that stuff aside. So it's how powerful the mind is, and so you need to think that way. So for the for the three pointers here, we're gonna we're gonna lay out I, I think what are probably the three most important things, right? PCT, which is problem-centric thinking, uh, expectancy expectancy theory. Um, and then the third one is RSF. There's always a solution. And so let, let's get into the problem centric thought for a second, because this is where you'll identify quickly where there's problem centric thought.
0: Yeah. So um, Jason talks out by, at, the, at the beginning of the book saying that, that PCT, problem centric thinking, is natural to all of us. It's where you are. It's where your mind goes if left uncontrolled. So what you have to do is recognize that you're you're focusing on these negatives, and then figure out how to get out of there.
1: And it's kind of a hardwire, quite frankly, um, the the problem centric thought piece, right? It, it, if you think about it, forever it, we were we were trying to figure out survival, right, as a human species. So you have to figure out what are the problems out there, and then create the solution to it. So. The, getting away from it is not always easy. And, you know, you hear the glass is half full, the glass is half empty. You've got your optimist and your pessimist. The idea here is that y- you can identify intelligently the problem, but you can't live in the problem-centric thinking, right? It's a bio- biological thing that you'll be, your body will kind of, and your brain will want you to do.
0: But you have, you have to take, you know, take that step to recognize it. And I think that's where Jason really starts is that, you know, we go about our lives not recognizing it. So if you consciously think about looking for that, when you're you're off on the tangent of, of the negative, the PCT, then you'll I mean, Jason uses some great quotes throughout the book. One of his is no matter how tough you are getting into a fist fight wearing a blindfold just not a good yeah, idea. I mean without not, question. so understand where you're in and then as you said um, it is biological so it's nothing that we should be ashamed of or worried about it's just something that we have to work on controlling.
1: Yeah and and he talks about the release of cortisol, the chemical of negative emotion and stress and all that and it, it stems from the fear and the worry. And and as it causes that release. And so if you can limit the fear, the worry, and focus on the solution, you're opening up a different chemical uh, release in your body as opposed to cortisol, which is always going to help you towards the um, solution, right? And so, again, the idea here is identify problem-centric thinking. That's the first thing you got to do. And when you're stuck in there, you have to follow through with RSF, which is the relentless solution focus, which is... You know, if you're really problem-centric thinking, you get one minute to be there. Yeah. Then the next minute, you have to spend the time getting to the solution.
0: So if, if you go, well, we'll go into our, our second point, too, was expectancy theory. And it just basically says that which you focus on expands. And it will fill up your mind. Um, You know, and there's all those exercises. You know, right now, don't think of a purple cow. You yeah. know, it's one of those things um, that that which you focus on will fill up your head. Um your you know your teeth start hurting once you're diagnosed with a cavity. Yeah. So those things happen. So it's a great myth that um talking out about our problems will lead to the solution. And so where Jason um goes with this is no talking about solutions will lead you to a solution. So that's where the expectancy theory. So if you expect to solve your problems, they'll get solved.
1: Yeah I think an easy example is you you're focused on revenue. Revenues down Your employees aren't showing, uh, you know, that they're satisfied or happy at work. You got a culture problem. People are showing up late. Well, you can, you can analyze that. You can try and punish that. You can, you can spend all your time on why that's happening, or you can start figuring out the solution at that moment and say, okay, uh, I've got to improve culture. So we're going to do an, an activity together. I've got to, um, give everybody some time, some, some mental health time. So, uh, you know, you start building the solutions right then and there as opposed to saying, well, God, why is this happening? What's the problem here? Why are, why does everybody seem like it's doom and gloom around here? Right. Well, change it and you can fix it right there. So the, the RSF basically teaches you how to control the expectancy, expectancy theory and the thought patterns, uh, that facilitate solutions. Right. So rather than staying in and going, well, why is this happening? It's like, okay, well, it's happening. Now what can I do about it?
0: Yeah, so so let's go right into, you know, where we are with this. So, um, you know, what Jason teaches you to kind of ask yourself when you're in that um, PCT is, what is the one thing that I could do right now that could make this better? Um, and I like it. And then he says, you have 60 seconds. Dwell on the problem all you want for 60 seconds. And then come up with a solution. And if you look at the way he says that, it's what is the one thing? Don't think of all the solutions. Come up with one thing and take ownership of it. He says, what's the one thing I could do? Not I can expect or I can wait for or I can ask someone else to do. But what can I do right now? That's put the time parameter on it. And he says it could help. If it doesn't, that's okay. But at least now you're focused on moving forward. You're focused on the solution. Um, we could spend a lot of time on the relentless piece of that as well.
1: Yeah, and... I think the relentless part comes in 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 the terms of, okay, so I spent 60 seconds wallowing in the problem. And then I shift from the problem centric thinking to the relentless solution focus and that solution thinking. And so I put that one thing forward and that one thing doesn't fix it. Okay. How do we, be, how are we relentless now? Oh, well that didn't work. So what's the next thing I'm going to do? And you only have another 60 seconds, seconds to yeah, say, second. right. you know, so you got 60 seconds to say, well, dang, that didn't work. And it puts you into a
0: solution loop yeah. that you you're going to keep trying things. You're going to keep trying things. Um, in coaching, we've seen a lot of this over over the years. In the last 20, 30 years, there's been a lot about mental training and uh, visualization in mm-hmm. sports, and that is all about you know expectancy theory. So if you can visualize something, then you're expecting it, and you get to the solution faster.
1: Yeah, and and the whole thing with goals, they're they're vitally important, right? But what happens if you don't hit your goals? The RSF mindset would say, okay, didn't hit it. Why didn't I hit? I got a minute to think about that. Now, okay, what am I going to do differently next time to hit that goal? Mm-hmm. Did I set too high of a goal? And it was just unrealistic. Was I being unrealistic? Who knows? But the idea is you, you basically spend as little time as humanly possible. I like to, I like to cut it down to 30 seconds. Like, it's,
0: you, it, it's interesting you say that because I'm the same way. And what I found as a manager, as a sales manager, I'm almost onto that solution before I've heard the full problem. And I'm starting to think of solutions. And, you know, and Jason says that people that, you know, adopt RSF are healthier and happier and more productive in what they do. And, and I can feel it. I can, I can feel more, you know, elevated in my daily activities.
1: Yeah. And it's. It's just like the problem centric thought is a habit. The relentless solution focus is a habit and habits. You know, we go to the, the book that, that Steve threw me last week, which was the monk that sold his Ferrari. <laughs> and it, it talks a lot about those kind of 21 days to establish a habit. Now, for me, it's 30. I know it's 30 days. I got to do it regularly for 30 days. Some people, it's 15 days, but the idea is if you are, Sitting in problem centric thought for more than the time allotted on a consistent basis, you're training your brain to be there. How do you fix your brain and train it to be elsewhere? How do you train it to be relentless solution focused? Well, it takes exercise. It's not going to happen right away. Some problems just stink. And we're like, like you lament it and you're, you're trying to figure out how you got there. The, the reality that has to come through is that you are there. It doesn't matter how you got there. How you got there is history. Right. You can't change that.
0: No, and if, if you take this, and it's it's part of Jason's overall approach to, to sports, business, and life is mental toughness. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's teaching. And RSF makes you tougher. Jason has other books out there that are, you know, he has uh, organized your to, tomorrow today, organize your team today. You know, there's a lot on mental toughness out there, but the idea is that this is one thing that you can do. And, you know, I am so excited about it because it works. I mean, it, it it's, I, I use it every day.
1: And, and so, so let, let's kind of bring this whole thing together and wrap it up for the podcast. We'll, we'll dig much deeper into it in the, in the game plan. But the idea here is that you have to understand your biology and what you're fighting against to get to the RSF mindset, that relentless solution focus. And it's not just, hey, I'm flipping a switch to do it. Mm-hmm. it. It takes practice. It takes effort. It takes consideration. And sometimes the solution is get up and go outside. Sometimes it's go get yourself a glass of water. Sometimes it's implement an entire new commission schedule or sometimes a new program or build something differently. Right? But the idea is if you do one thing that makes the current problem better, one small thing, maybe to fix your mind, right? Maybe to to put you on the right step, to put one foot in front of the other. You know, I go back to What About Bob, the funny movie from Bill Murray, mm. and the baby steps was the the psychological program that they put him through. And you, you just kind of put one foot in front of the other, and you keep moving forward. So first of all, understand that biologically, we're going to be looking at problems, The second piece is how quickly can you get from the problem-centric thought to a relentless solution focus? And what is one thing, no matter how big or small, that you can do in that moment to make it better, right? And
0: this this whole concept, if you're in a position of management or leadership, this is something that not only do you want to adopt, you want to teach. So as soon as you adopt this, as soon as you get it, you teach it, and you'll be surprised how, how your team, your tribe... They will follow right along, and boom, all of a sudden, everyone's focused on solutions. And then you get everyone to be relentless about it. It's it's an exciting book.
1: Yeah, so so again, you understand problem-centric thinking. You understand expectancy theory, that which you focus on expands. And then you're basically trying to improve your mental toughness using relentless solution focus as as that tool to better the mental toughness, to realize, hey, bad things happen. How can I make it better? So. Uh, that's all for this podcast we'll we'll dig in on the the game plan video Um, i hope you guys enjoyed it and learned something And we'll talk to you next week
0: paradigm playbook members your exclusive content including the related page from the playbook and game plan video for applying this concept to your business are available now check your inbox today visit paradigmplaybook.com for past episodes and additional resources for running a successful sports business. See you next week.